Hello, dear friend, Jen here. Today, I'm pulling back the curtain on something profoundly personal, and I wanted to let you in on it. Picture a kit, a very special curation that has tools potent enough to turn your dreams into reality. Now, imagine if these tools weren't just random selections, but they were the very tools that I've personally used and leaned on to manifest my deepest desires. Yes, I have pulled together all of the tools that I use to manifest and create, and I put them together and I call it the Creation Kit. And I'm so excited to share the Creation Kit with you. Inside the Creation Kit, you're going to get my Wonder Walks Spotify playlist so you can take Wonder Walks just like me with the exact same sounds and music in the background. The Celebration Visualization Meditation that I use daily in order to get me super clear on the feelings that I want to manifest and help me tap into those feelings on a daily basis. You're going to get journal prompts that you can use every single day, affirmations that have changed my life. They've been my daily mantras and a customizable gratitude list that you can use every morning to help you tap into gratitude, especially for things that haven't necessarily happened. So you can start to manifest them into your life. And last but not least, I'm going to give you a special ChatGPT prompt that actually helps you with manifesting and creating whatever it is that you want. Curious? Intrigued? Do you want the creation kit? Well, you are in luck because it's yours for free. All you have to do is pre-order my upcoming book, Be Seen, and enter your order confirmation number into beseenabook.com and you will get my creation kit in your inbox for free. I don't know what you're waiting for, but go ahead, pre-order Be Seen and go grab your creation kit and start your manifestation journey today. You'll be happy you did. Now, on to the podcast. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. What I really wanted to talk about today, I wanted to talk about letting go. And it could be one of the most healing things in the entire world. I want to ask you, is there any kind of anger or resentment or negativity um, or negative thoughts or negative ideas that you're holding on to about someone in your life or maybe a, a specific experience in your life that you just, you're holding on to it and you're unable to forgive and you're unable to let go? The reason that I ask you about this is because I've been dealing with a situation like this for quite a while. I had a moment where I was able to have a really healing conversation where there was forgiveness and there was letting go on both sides. It was the most beautiful experience ever. And I had such an aha moment. And the aha was actually on both sides. The aha was anything that happened in the past really no longer exists. It doesn't take away the fact that maybe there was, it was a traumatic experience that maybe caused a lot of pain and a lot of anger and a lot of, um, a lot of hurt and a lot of tears and a lot of experiences that just sucked that we wish we didn't have to have. But that, that moment no longer exists. And the person that you are today is probably at least a little bit different than the person that you were then, because we are always changing and evolving. And some people change and evolve at a faster rate and a faster pace as some other people, but we are no longer the person that we were yesterday. We just aren't. We're here in this moment right now, and yesterday no longer exists. The actions that we took yesterday produced outcomes that we are now living in today. So we're always definitely working to create a better future for ourselves with our action steps every single day. 
But the people that we become, like our cells evolve overnight. We're no longer the same person. And yesterday or the last week or last year or last month, all of that stuff, it's no longer in our reality anymore. The only thing that exists is this moment that's right here. And the only other thing that we have control of is the action that we take in this moment right here to build a better future for ourselves tomorrow. And holding on to resentment or anger or not forgiving somebody, holding on to any kind of negative shit only only produces a frequency of a fear of lack of negativity and angry anger and bad shit. That will only then, I believe, that it will produce a frequency in your body that will actually attract shit into your life. Because when you're holding on to negativity and you're holding on to anger and pain and you're unable to forgive and you're unable to let go, which is very, those things are not easy to do. Letting go and forgiving are very hard, not easy. And I'm not perfect in it for sure. But when you're able to do that, I actually felt a physical release, like a physical shift happened in my body when this healing conversation was able to happen. I felt a lighter energy in my body moving forward. And it was absolutely amazing and magical. And it really is true. I know it's a very old saying and people say it all the time, holding on to resentment or anger or not forgiving is kind of like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. And I really, it really is like drinking poison because you're, you're creating this negativity that doesn't exist in the moment right now, holding on to resentment or anger from something that happened in the past and somebody that's no longer in your environment all the time, every day, that's not doing those things to you now, but you're holding on to the anger from something that happened ages ago. You're creating it and recreating it every single day when it doesn't even really exist. What if you were able to let go and forgive and move on? What if you were able to just be present in the moment and let go and and say, you know what? I know that we're always changing. We're always evolving. And whatever it was, I forgive you. I let go. And I don't hold on to anything, any shit anymore. My side of the street is clean. I want you, I'm not telling you to do anything today. I'm just asking you to ask yourself this question because this was something that happened yesterday for me that was really, really, really powerful in a conversation of forgiveness. The reason I wanted to share it is because it was so palpable. It was such a lesson. And I'm always here just sharing with you my lessons that I learn every day. And I want that for you if you're holding on to any kind of resentment or anger, because we only get this life one time, you know, and, and I, with the situation that I had yesterday, I would have hated to wake up 40 years from now and still not have clarity or healing or forward movement from that relationship and still be holding on to that. And also I think about like, what opportunities am I blocking from my life? Because I have that like weight holding on, hanging on me and that weight bringing me down and that low frequency energy of just not being forgiving of this one situation. If you're able to forgive, forgiveness is such a beautiful gift. If you're able to let go, I think that might be my next tattoo. I might get a tattoo that says let go because holding on for dear life to negative shit or even stuff that you just like a version of yourself that you don't want to be anymore, a version of yourself that was you in the past, uh, or holding on to certain like activities or limiting beliefs or experiences in your life and holding on to them so tightly and trying to stick with that uh, person that you used to be and hold on to it tightly because you're scared of letting go and you're scared of moving on, you're scared of growth and you're scared of what could come because of that. Holding on too tightly to anything, I feel will create that experience or that frequency of like the energy of stopping, which would be like lack of momentum and stuckness because you're holding on to something that doesn't exist anymore. You're holding on to something that brings you down. What if you were able to just say, you know what? I release and I let go. I release and I let go and I let go of that. And I'm open to, to whatever is for to come for me because a lot of the things in this life we have absolutely no control over. 
And if we hold on too tightly and try to control every single situation, we'll have a really, really hard time because we usually can't. And there's just some, a piece that comes to me when I say, okay, I let go and let God, because I have no control here. I let go and let God, I forgive. And I always want to just come from a place of love and forgiveness. It's not easy. It is not easy. It is not easy. It is not easy, especially if there's trauma there, especially if there's pain there, especially if there's anger there. But if you can get there, it feels really good. This is an interesting one. I have these fears of becoming ambitious and losing out on love, relationships, and marriage. I get it. That That's a fear uh, that I used to have when I was really pushing hard on my business. But the ironic thing that happened for me is that when I started becoming successful was when I met my husband. <laughs> because when you, I believe that when you're living in the truest, highest expression of who you are and who you're meant to be, that's when you're vibrating in an energy that's going to bring people and opportunities into your life that are the most in alignment with who you truly are. So if you are wanting to start a business and you're unbelievably ambitious and you really want that, and that's something you want for your life, and you're not living that out because you're scared that if you do live that out, you won't be able to get love, it's okay to want both at the same time. But I'm going to tell you right now, you definitely want to attract somebody into your life that really loves that piece of you and that supports you if that's something that you want to do. Because if you get into a relationship with somebody and you're only wanting love and that's all you want. And so you dim the part of you that wants to be successful and wants to build a business. You're probably going to attract a relationship into your life that doesn't necessarily support that piece of you. And so then later on in the relationship, I could foresee there being an issue with that person, maybe not necessarily being the most supportive of those things. And that ambition is not going to go away. If it's in you, it's in you. And I would hate for you to hold yourself back from that to find somebody. And then that person not being the person that's going to support you on that journey. I was having this conversation yesterday as well. The person that I was talking to you about earlier, when it's right, you can't mess it up. And when you're living in the most fullest expression of who you are, and you're just like, for me, like when I'm working hard, I'm doing my thing, I'm super focused, usually opportunities that are really aligned with everything that I am and who I am come into my life. It's when I'm, when I'm kind of dimming myself to fit into a box or try to get something else that maybe like, oh, I got to be this way to get this, whether that's love or whether that's an opportunity, or maybe it's a speaking engagement, or maybe it's a gig, or maybe it's a client. And I'm, I'm changing myself to get that thing. Usually if I get the thing, it's, it's never in a way that I want it because it, it, it comes in and it's attracted to me in, as a version that's not true to who I am. That's what my whole book is about. It's about being seen as who you truly are. So you can attract a life that's, that you love. I spent years on a TV show about heavy metal music. And I don't like heavy metal music, but it was my job. And so I forced myself to become that heavy metal girl that I thought everybody else wanted me to be. And all that did was attract shit into my life that was completely out of alignment from who I really was. And I woke up one day and I felt like I had nothing because I had built my life based around something that I thought everybody needed me to be. So if you have ambition and you want to build a business and you want to be successful and you really love something, you go on with your badass self and you do that thing. And while doing that thing, you're going to attract relationships and opportunities that are supportive of the way that you're showing up and that are attracted to you as who you truly are, an ambitious, powerful person that wants to either build a business or become successful or whatever it is that you want to do. But if you dim that and you don't do it because you really just want to find love, you will probably, and I only know because I've done this, attract someone that is not supportive of the truest version of you. 
and it will probably be a problem in the future. It's again, it's about trusting and letting go. It really, it is so much about it. This is goes back to the theme, trusting and letting go and knowing that when you're showing up as the truest, most authentic version of you, and you are being you and you are doing what you know makes you the happiest, you're going to be vibrating at a frequency that's going to bring more of that happiness and joy into your life and more people and opportunities that align with that feeling, that happiness and joy and contentment that you feel when you're doing that thing that you love. What's my routine? What's my day routine? Uh, my, my routine's different every day because my no day is the same here at my company or at my home. However, when it is the most the same, I will let you know what I do. So on days that I am here in New York and I'm doing meetings or Zooms and um, I'm not traveling and I'm not speaking, I usually wake up around 6.30 or 7. I do some journaling. I open my journal immediately and I journal. And I mean, obviously I like go to the bathroom and I drink water and all those things, but I journal and I write down my commitments for the day. I usually have three of them, whatever commitments that I know that I can stick to. And I map out what my day is going to look like. I look at my calendar. Usually that's the night before, but I will write down my commitments that morning and write down what I'm grateful for. I'll usually text a couple of people in my life that I'm thinking about that I'm grateful for. And then I go to the gym. I go work out, whether I walk or I do a lifting session. I always move my body every day. I come back upstairs, I make my shake, and I sit in front of my red light with my shake. And usually when I work out now, I've been only listening to personal development or business podcasts. At the end of the day, I allow myself to listen to whatever I want. But in the morning when I'm working out, it's always a personal development podcast, or it's always a personal development or business book while I'm exercising. And I'll work out for an hour. I set my timer so that no matter what, like my workout takes a full hour, whether I'm walking, I don't do a lot of cardio. If I'm doing cardio, it's walking, walking or lifting heavy weights an hour, come back, have my shake, sit with my little shake in my red light, get my red light therapy. And then I come on, I take my supplements. I come on over here. I go live on Instagram with you guys and get ready, put my makeup on. Then I will have my 11 o'clock meeting. It's a standing meeting every day with my with my sales team. They're amazing. And we do a standing meeting pretty much every day when we are in the middle of a challenge. But if we're not, we do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then the day is different every day. I sometimes am recording podcasts. I sometimes am doing meetings with my team. I am sometimes doing uh, preparation for our event. I am sometimes creating content. I am sometimes... It's never the same. So my calendar is built out by my... I have an amazing assistant who really helps me structure these days so that we get as much done as possible, all while still keeping me healthy and not burnt out and crazy. And then at the end of the day, when I'm done with all of my calls, I always go for a walk. Sometimes it's with Chris and the dog. Sometimes it's by myself and like a shitty pot, not a shitty podcast, but like a podcast that's not like not entrepreneurial or personal development, just like a fun one. Uh, I like to listen to Bethany Frankel a lot. She's one of my faves. Um, Or like Kelly Ripa or, you know, I don't know, something fun. And just to get my brain cleared, I'll make some phone calls, I'll send some text messages, but I walk along the water for probably about an hour, come back and um, finish up any kind of last minute work stuff that I have to do, clean up the apartment, really start to dial it down, dial it down, and then uh, watch a show and eat my dinner and go to sleep. That's a typical day, typical, typical, typical day. But I don't really have that many typical days, especially going into September now where I'm going to be traveling pretty much every week. So those days are completely different, but that's when I'm home and uh, that's what it looks like. 
But I'm also so open. This is important when you're doing your day-to-day routines. Like, Be open for surprises. Be open for amazing things to happen. Be open for incredible opportunities. And also be open for shit to hit the fan and you need to stop doing what you're doing and be able to pivot very fast. I think that that is a really key, key, key factor for being a successful entrepreneur or business owner or even human. Being able to pivot, boom, fast. I never used to be able to do that. I used to be so structured and if something, and I still struggle with this a little bit, something's not on my calendar, I get really thrown off if I have to go do something else. But I'm learning that it is such a powerful, powerful, powerful thing to be able to shift quickly, pivot quickly, and not get so reactive when something comes your way that you need to just tackle immediately and be in the moment. And that happens. And sometimes we just got to do it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.